Welcome to Movie to Beer, everybody. This is Dan Caprissi coming at you. We have our two awesome co-hosts today. Uh, you got Blake on the one microphone, the bee expert. And Randall, I enjoy candy. <coughs> With razor blades? No. <laughs> Just normal candy. I don't like that soundbite. <laughs> mm. So on this episode of Movie to Beer, it's the month of October, and Spooky we decided season. to watch scary films for the month, and the episodes will do... Will either be old films or new films, but scary in some way. Now we we haven't defined what scary means. It could be like could you be, know it could be like legally blunted too. Yes, legally blunted too is a legal pretty, legal blunt. Yeah. You leave her alone. Legally blunted too is a very scary movie. <laughs> that I was a masterpiece. I, I dare say, and, be yes. the Last Jedi. <laughs> last Jedi is pretty scary too. It's very scary. But on this episode, we're talking about Candyman, which uh, originally came out back in the nineties, ninety two, and it was remade. Mia DaCosta is the director. It's produced by Mr. Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele. It's got his his kind of handiwork. It tells yeah. a story in a way the that hook, is hooky work. It's a hook. It's a hook. It's a hook, and it and it, it works really well. Jordan Peele is great. He's done a lot of scary movies. What was that one? Did you guys see Us? Uh, yeah, Us was really good. You saw it? Yeah. Oh Man, no, was, I didn't see Us. I saw you didn't see Us. The, what was the oh. first the first one with the uh, the clinking glass? With the white people um, watching them, yeah, 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 where they they were turning him into a zombie kind of dudes. I'm really angry. Uh, I can't remember that movie. Get out! Get out! That's what yeah. it is. Yes, nice job, get Dan. Out. Nice job. I mean, that's the memorable line. Yeah, <laughs> Candyman originally was a horror it. movie that was just a slasher flick, and it was based off an urban legend that who yeah. knows if it's true or not. I didn't look it up, but it takes place in the ghetto in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And we actually, in this film, learn a bunch of the backstory. So yeah, it's a lot of lore. There's a, a lot. It's like if origin backstory right. stuff going on. Yeah, it, it turns into more of a less of a superhero and more of a spirit of vengeance kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You had mentioned that Blake while we were watching it. It's like, yeah, this this definitely gives him the onus, him being the spirit that keeps coming back and trying to seek vengeance against those that wronged him. Because every one of the characters that were killed that became Candyman or represented him in some way was killed by the police or by the authorities or white people mm-hmm. in general. Oh, right. That's yep, right. Yep. yep. They're, they're, he was killed in the beginning, too. Yep. Oh, totally missed that. Yeah. So the we're going to do some plot spoiling here. So Sorry. We, we had a couple of beers. We're going to talk about those in a minute. Ooh, but good beers. Good beers that went with it. Uh, we just randomly had some in the fridge. This wasn't purposely sought out. But we were lucky. They, they matched up pretty well. So really from a did. storytelling and visual standpoint, I really like this film. The story holds its weight. It's a standalone. You don't have to have watched the first one because it covers what mm-hmm. happened in the first well, the, one in well, a the very short, short... It just tells the story. Yeah, it's a very movie. short, concise thing where there's a you know a, a, an investigative reporter that was looking into what happened. Like the actual legends, yeah. Yeah. And she called him out. Five times. Scary stuff. The ghettos were built by people who wanted to control other people, mm-hmm. apparently. And that's not cool. No, it's not. It's it's all really gnarly and awful and true, it's, I think. I saw this great book title yesterday. It, it was called Love People Use Things Because the Other Way Around Doesn't Quite Work. Ooh. Isn't that good? I, I like that. Yeah, That's safe, nice. right? But there was not a lot of love in this film. Oh, my gosh. There, there was, was a, a really lot of intense, slashing. There was a lot of slashing, a lot of bee 
reactions, bad bee sting reactions. Yeah. But one bad bee sting reaction. That's what happens when you get stung by a bee. You got to yeah. watch that shit. Mm-hmm. When you, when you, you were chosen, a spirit of vengeance. It, when you were chosen to become the spirit of vengeance, and that the the physical form that passes it along to you sticks right. to you, and yep. you become right. it, you have no one to blame but yourself. Yeah, if you have a feeling that you're gonna, I mean that that's your path. You got to watch out for those bees. Yeah. You know, they Don't. tried to save him and like protect him from it, and move yeah. to the other side of Chicago and be like, no, you no. really you can't escape it. You're gonna come back. I just it, it's curious because the mother said they had a pact, like everyone who knew it. And so she never said, say the word someone again. said it, and, and was it was it? the guy oh, at the laundromat, laundromat guy, who I knew you were going to come back, mm-hmm. and I said it, and I got you to say it, so that triggered then this whole process of the baby who was chosen mm. and saved. I'm kind of kicking myself that I didn't catch on that he was going to be a, a major catalyst at the end. Well, he right? pushed the story along. He pushed the plot. That's true. That's true. Every single time there was a turning point, he was pushing it along, because the guy kept going back to him. Mm-hmm. You guys got favorite lines from this movie? I do. The the sound of bees buzzing. Mm. No, the um the I guess the first victim, the uh, art house owner guy, says, uh, "Must go faster, must go faster." Yes. Was that a pun? That was, no, it was, was a, a joke. Was it was quoting Jurassic Park. Oh, yes. I must because I was sitting there thinking, "Why does that sound familiar?" Jurassic Park, and I looked up the trivia. They he even dressed like uh, Ian Malcolm did when he said that scene. So that's that's kind of a neat little piece of trivia i like yeah. that a, a neat little thing in there the interesting thing is so art buyer purchaser dealer person has people he works with in his gallery mm-hmm. that are representatives of the gallery who buy and sell and so the artist that becomes Candyman, he he's an artist and he's kind of involved with one of the assistants and she unfortunately now has to bring about and bring forth telling the story of Candyman because it's it had been so hush hushed. No one knows about it anymore. You think that'll and be so the? Uh, I think sequel? that's the cycle. I think the cycle mm. is having her spread the word and get it out there. But my favorite line <laughs> is from her brother and her boyfriend. Were sitting there going after she discovers that she learns that he's turning into this demon and he's fascinated by it and he doesn't. She doesn't know what to do obsessively. About it, yeah, and uh, the. Her brother is like, no dick is good enough to offset demonology hobby. <laughs> like, I'm like, I had some great lines. You're, you're channeling he did. there. That's awesome. He also said, what do you say? Black people don't need to be summoning shit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, was like, I was like, okay. That's a good line. Or when she opens the door to the yeah. laundromat, she's like, nope. Favorite one word, one line. Mm-hmm. Classic. Yeah. A lot of good one lines in this film. One yeah. liners. Not a lot of jump scares. Yeah. No. More, more I, just... Again, and not really a horror film. No, I mean, the yeah. visuals are pretty messed it's up. I could, yeah, I couldn't look at the gory. screen a lot. We were going to watch... What were we going to watch? I don't know, man. Uh, <laughs> Quiet Place 2, Quiet Place was, two. Was, was one of the ones oh, yeah. that we thought about, but it's... Too, Probably you know, would have been just as gory. Yeah. Probably. Monsters well, the eating The first you. one wasn't too gory. The first one was more... Uh, suspense. Like, like suspense. Like, su- yeah. the setting is Suspenseful. what made it. Like, they, this mm-hmm. movie did the same thing, where just the setting has you on edge. Yeah. Like, when main character turning into Candyman is just standing there staring like I don't like this one bit it's, it's too scary no thank you too scary I thought I was going to like it a lot more than I did but it was alright I we've seen worse yeah it's true we have seen worse I, and again I mean the visual style really reflective yeah the storytelling pattern that Mr. Peel does is very reflective it, it it kind of it's it's not necessarily story circle it's not like hey the characters yeah. go on an arc it's telling it 
but then giving you the backstory as it's being told mm-hmm. as needed. It's not mm-hmm. just a bunch of we're going to tell you at the beginning the, the, what you know what you need to know. Yeah. It's it, you find out towards the end, which I like. He spools it out, you know, slowly spools it out. You don't get it all at once. It's and he nice. was he was one of the co-authors of, of the uh, screenplay to kind of. Get oh this. right, he was. That's right. So that's why I'm saying, like the films that he's made, really he he put his stamp on them as far as the storytelling. Definitely. Process. Well, he knows what he's doing. Nice job, Blake, and, and good job to Nia DaCosta who. Stepped mm. in to direct. He was going to direct and then decided to just be more producer. Yeah. But she also wrote the screenplay with him. So she has worked with it. She probably worked with him on some other stuff, honestly. Yeah. She's directing The Marvels oh. when that movie comes oh, out. Oh, yeah. That's very That's right. exciting. Nice. But yeah. Nice job. We had a couple of really good beers. Do we want to take a short commercial break? Do we have a commercial? Or are we uh, just yeah. Blakeco Industries sent us a, an ad read for something called The Personal Watcher. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. All right. Bring us into that commercial. Do you want to see every movie ever made, but simply don't have the time to do that? The intrepid genetic artists at Blakeco Industries have have created The Personal Watcher, your personal moviegoer, for you. The Personal Watcher will watch any movie for you, then report back what they watched. They'll even investigate breakdown videos and top threes from all of the internet, so you can get the full experience. Get your Personal Watcher and catch up on your favorite movies today. Uh, Disclaimer. Uh, Blakeco Industries and Blakeco Industries partners are not liable for any misdeeds or programming errors that come with the Personal Watcher. Personal Watcher may watch you sleep. Personal Watcher should not be machine washed or allowed to air dry. Do not feed your Personal Watcher. Personal Watcher is technically a flawed clone born out of dark science and evil magics. Go get your Personal Watcher today. Nice. I wonder if they'll fetch beer. It, it might. You might be able to program that in. <laughs> that's that's a, that's a Series S model. Is is it the same as the little Amazon? robot with a camera that will follow you around no it's somehow creepier (laughs) it's a real thing too that's what really creeps me out i'm just like oh here we go yeah less of a joke more just it's it's not accurate commentary every device that alexa's on is already listening and watching you 24 7 Mm -hmm. and also you know they're not the only ones there's uh, all your apple products do that all of oh, your, like anything, so, like anything with a speaker, phone, anything with a speaker, anything, anything with a camera, can be switched on. Yep. It's listening twenty four TV, anything at all, just like the Candyman. <laughs> oh, <laughs> let's talk about this beer. All right, yeah. so thanks for hanging in, everybody. Uh, this is moving a beer, and we're talking about the film Candyman that was just recently released on streaming services. I would recommend it. It's a good film. Uh, if you want to, it's not super scary. There's a lot of knowledge of jump scares. There's a little grossness to it. Some some mm-hmm. gore, but not a lot. It's really <laughs> limited. There's some throat slashy stuff with fake blood spurts, which lot, is kind of funny. A, a lot of, sli- I, it's not me, man. I can't I handle laugh at that. I I've seen way too many Tarantino it. films to not laugh at that. Well, see, those are cartoonish. This, I don't know. It, I don't know. Tarantino kills. Some... Tarantino's hard to watch too. Though. Yeah. I mean, it's no joke. He's it's cartoonish, but man, he really he really goes for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the two beers that we had, uh, I have a four pack of Brave Noise Pale Ale, which is a collaboration with Heater Allen and Notch Brewing. Uh, four and a half percent ABV, fifty five IBU. Really kind of hoppy, lighter, medium body. It's got Sabro and Mosaic hops. So Sabro is a non traditional IPA hop. It has kind of a dry, acidic, almost dry, leafy kind of approach to it. Uh, the mosaic is what you're going to get a lot of that leafy, evergreeny, yeah. resiny kind of vibe. So it plays well. Uh, I think the, I noticed the mosaic. A lot of beers I enjoy seem to have mosaic hops as the, the key flavor profile. I, I like it. I, I had not 
I, this was the first beer that I had seen from Heenier Allen that didn't have their traditional logo and traditional label. And what this is is a collaboration. Uh, they have a QR code on it, and it says, a collaboration with a big goal, a safe and discrimination-free beer industry. Scan this oh, QR nice. code to see our code of conduct. Hey. So Notch Brewing started this. They put the recipe out. Breweries, it, it's not unsimilar or dissimilar to uh, Black is Beautiful mm-hmm, collab mm-hmm. project that you can just make a beer. Part of the proceeds go to a nonprofit that's trying to, to make things better. This is trying to spread the word on the, beering indus- the brewing industry and the beer industry in general. Even big beer industry has a lot of problems with yeah. sexism and racism and all the stupid isms that are out there that they have. And this is a way for people to bring awareness to it in whatever capacity they can. And Heater Allen being a small independent brewery, it's like two people. It's not a big place. I've been there once. Nice job. Uh, nice they're job. doing good. I mean, and they make really good standard good quality beer. And this is yeah. one that I think they, they took this recipe and ran with it. So I'm happy. It's got not a traditional malt. It's more like a wheat background on the malt flavor. Well, not wheat, but the, the grains are more of a wheat than a malt. So it's not going to be a traditional pale ale. It's more like a hoppy wheat. And that's my take. I enjoyed it. I thought it was the perfect fit to start this movie with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. Right. Tasty. So thumbs up on that one. So if yeah. you can find it, I, I know it's probably a limited run. It's it's out there in stores in local bottle shops. This was picked up at, both beers were picked up at Bridgetown Beer House yesterday. So mm-hmm. go visit them and get some awesome beers to go. They have a nice selection of fun and interesting things. What's the equivalent to this beer that would be found anywhere in the world? There isn't because it's no. a hoppy, it's a, <laughs> like a hoppy wheat. It's a hoppy light body. So it's, it's really unique then. It's very it's unique. It's really yeah. unique. So they're, the pale ale classification, like IPA, mm-hmm. is all over the map. So right. as a classification, it, you can have hoppy or not that hoppy. Uh, color-wise, it's pretty standard. It's just mm. got the straw yellow color. Mm-hmm. It's not cloudy from what I remember seeing when you poured <laughs> it. Um, but it's, you know, good, good quality stuff. Again, it's drier. It's going to give you a little lead acidic hit resiny kind of hop hop cone resin action and then the second beer that we had which was a one-off that we picked out when we were at um bridgetown beer house was bringing tourism dollars yes uh deader than dead which was a west coast double ipa from flatland brewing which is based out of elk grove california uh it was an 8.3 abv so really big beer it's a lot of beer 60 ibu and as soon as you guys tasted it, you're like, oh, this is really different. And mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. reading the can, I was like, oh, get my flashlight out because it's kind of dark down here. I was like, oh, hey, it's CTZ, which is a three different hops. That It's a strain that's used for really high alpha acidity. So you're going to get a lot of just bitter profile from that. And then it's got New Zealand Cascade and Nelson hops. So Nelson are from the... the Nelson style of hops tend to have a little bit more floral approach. The Cascade is going to be the evergreen and pine resiny kind of approach, but mm-hmm. because it's from New Zealand, it's going to be different. And that's why you guys are like, hey, this tastes like it's really off. It, not off, but it's just way different. Very, it's a real specific flavor. It, it's dry and dank. The Cascade and the Nelson are going to give you the dankness. The CTZ is going to give you that just like wall of bitterness it really, I think the the malt body showcases allows those flavors to really show. It's got it had just kind of a you had mentioned it like the malts were kind of like like a wood chip kind of 
it, it almost had like that sharp woodiness. R- Randall is the uh, the genius who hit us with the term uh, wood chip. Yeah, it worked really well. Wood Tastes chip. like I fell down on a playground. Yeah, I felt exactly. Yeah, and, and face first and after face you drank it a little bit, it, it <laughs> had kind mouth. of like that pine mm. to grapefruit approach, and then crunch, a little crunch, bit crunch. of pear. Pear on the back, it did. It had that kind of lingering pear vibe. I didn't get any pear myself. I did. After you said it, I was like, yeah, that's I got exactly a little, what yeah, it was. So good stuff. Uh, yeah. Really different beer. Delicious. I think, I think it matched the back half of the movie pretty well. Once things were getting real, uh, just real bloody and wild, yeah. Some plot twists and turns mm-hmm. and some strangeness happening. It's really eating strange. Eating razor-bladed candy. Yeah. yeah. Or not eating it, at least trying to open it and realizing, oh, there's a razor blade in that. No, thank oh, you. Oh, that dude straight that. up went to eat it. Yeah. <laughs> Urban legend. Didn't Urban. happen. It never really happened, mm-hmm. but you know, they tell you it did. Okay. We've now hit the moment in the episode where we are going to revisit one of our favorite games called the Keyword Beer Name Rename Game. Say that ten times fast. Hey, knock it off. So we have a big screen in front of us and we're looking at IMDB and if you want to follow along you should do this too. Guys, we some pick, of these keywords are wild. I know. We, when you scroll down, you look up the movie or show you're watching and it'll have towards the middle halfway down the page as you scroll through it of whatever you're looking at, it'll have a little section that has some words with circles around them and it'll say blah 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 number more. Those are the actual keywords that people have submitted mm-hmm. and what we do for this is we pick one of the beers that we liked. And we spend hours and hours studying, studying each one of these words. Or just try to pull out of the, I don't know, ether. Like Candyman comes out of the mirror, we pull it out of the ether. A name to rename this beer with. Ether so, is codename for our butts. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, Blake, you, you, you obviously have been looking at it I, more than I have. I think the one I'm going to pitch is soup. Oh, wait, uh, well, which beer? The second the first, beer, obviously. The second beer, the weird cool. beer. The second beer, the that, weird And this will work. Supernatural Frame-Up. Mm, oh, so, nice. I like that. That's yeah, nice. I fought really hard to not pick the weird ones, <laughs> like I usually do. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So Supernatural Frame-Up with All the right. wood chippy flavor. Since Dan wins some of these, do you want to go next, Randall? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You should go next. I will, um, oh, I'd like to rename this very special beer that we had, the Pillow Talk Blood Splatter. That's not bad. Yeah. That's really not bad. A little creepy. A little weird. Mm-hmm. Different. Mm-hmm. Little, the, like this beer. I can I could picture the uh, the art really standing out on the shelf. Mm. Yeah, just a pillow with a little splotchy mm-hmm. splotch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like that. No. <laughs> Whatever. We'll go for it. So I'm going to use one of the ones that you scrolled by. Okay. Which one was it? It's just going to be hilarious. I'm going to win the day again, giving candy to a baby. Oh. That's pretty good. That's actually a clever name for a beer. It is. I feel it like is. that'd be more of a sweet beer. No, because it's not sweet. Right. <laughs> It'll cut you open. Oh, man. Not my, not my candy. Blake Coney Trees is proud to stand behind. It's a razor bladeless candy. Well, congratulations, Jordan Peele, for freaking yeah, us all out today. Definitely. On an afternoon. I So, again, thank you, everybody, for hanging in there and listening. I mean, I, we, we all enjoyed the film. Uh, some of us like it more than others, but it's a good film. I mean, I think mm-hmm. I think we didn't do wrong. We've have watched way more oh, we've horrible films, films than this. Yeah. So a, a quick ninety minute watch. Again, not not really scary. No real jump scares. A couple of gory scenes. A little bit of visual displeasure, mm. and a good story. Again, totally more of spirit of vengeance backstory and creation myth 
than right. superhero, then but it has typical, that vibe. The, then yeah, it's more that than a straight just slasher. Yeah. There's not a bunch of teens banging each other while doing a hockey mask stabs through bets. Which is a little bit more like the first one. The yeah. first one was just yeah. a straight up horror slasher flick and you didn't know who was doing it and if it was a ghost or a real person and all this and that. So yeah, so thanks for listening in and bearing with us as we fumble our way through this episode. Another episode in the Another can. episode in the can. But again, this October we're going to be doing scary films, so look forward to the next couple episodes being of scary movie type. Can't wait. Uh, we're going to try to get out and maybe do something on site somewhere. We shall see. Um, but as always, the opinions expressed during the taping of this episode are those of the hosts. And if you don't hydrate... Then you dehydrate. Di- di- I tried to do the Candyman voice and I dropped it. Candyman. Uh, you died right. Yes. He's got nice. a low-ass voice. He, he does. does. Yeah, He's it was really like Morgan Freeman. Thanks for listening in. This is Dan signing out. Take care, everyone. This, this is Blake. Oh, this is Blake. <laughs> Can I be Blake in this one? And I'm Randall. Hey, I like that. There you go. We did it. <laughs>